Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. Denial means you do not give all that the senses want. But there's no need to deny completely. There's no utter denial. You deny what is to be denied. Give what is really needed by it, what will bring good to the senses or to the body. Abstinence means you are not going to abstain completely from that. Overindulgence is the main point to be noted here. Anything that is due to it, you should give. But not the undue. Give the eyes what they want, what they deserve, what will not spoil them. See, for example, the children at home. You should give something to the children. As the parents, the parents should know what to give. At the same time, they should know what to refuse. Many parents give what all the children want. Thus they spoil the children. Quite a few other parents who go to the other extreme, they say no to everything. Both the extremes are bad. Give what is good to them and give it to the limit according to the need. You should know when to give, what to give, how to give, how much to give. So sense control or self-denial means not that you deny everything and make them die. It's not the destruction of the senses. We are not supposed to do that. In yesterday's talk, we thought of some ideas about tapas, the austerity. We shouldn't go too much to torture the body. That's why fasting is all right, but starving is bad. Many people, either they feast or they starve. Go to the other extreme. If they stay away, they completely stay away for ten days. Nothing to eat. Not even juice, only water. But after the eleventh day, if they pounce upon, bus. There is a retrospective effect. All that they missed for the past ten days will be put together within few days, within three, four days. Both are dangerous. Every practice is like, see, some people, they believe in silence. They completely shut their mouth, not to talk anything, it is easy. 
It is easy not to talk anything. And it is easy to talk too much. Both are extremes. But we should know how much to talk, how to talk, when to talk. Limit your speech, that is difficult. Once you open your mouth, you want somebody to shut it. <laughs> so we shouldn't go to the extremes. A moderation, a middle path. The Saint Thirumular in the Thirumandra, uh, I want you to become familiar at least with these names. Thirumantra, written, given by the sage Thirumular, who, wrote, who sang one poem every year after a deep samadhi. One of the poem is this. He says, Aindum adakkadak kenbar arivilar, aindum adakkin asedanamavar. Aindum means the five, five senses. People say control the five senses, but they do not know the exact meaning of it, so they completely starve the five senses. They are foolish people. They go to that extreme. If you completely stall the senses, you die. Yoga is not for self-destruction. Self-denial should not lead to self-destruction. In another poem he says, Papa Nagate Pasu Aindundu. Papan means no, they have a sort of figurative speeches. It will give two meanings. Normally, Papan means the Brahmin. You know, the Hindu system, they have a Brahmin community. In the Brahmin community, a Brahmin had five cows. But do you, don't you know, the Brahmins are good for only priesthood. They just sit and meditate or do some puja, go to the temple and so, do some service. They do not know how to take care of the cows. They are not cow herds. But they ha he has five cows. And because there is no proper cow herd, the cows go to graze, they become wild, and the Brahmin does not know how to milk them. So even though he possesses five cows, they are simply unruly and wild, and he is not getting the benefit of the cows, the milk. But if the cow herd is there, and if he controls the cows properly and milks it, he will get the maximum benefit of them. So the esoteric meaning will be, parpan means the seer, the self or the knower. The knower has five cows, the five senses. 
But because he does not have the proper intelligence, the buddhi, to control the five senses, they are unruly, they are wild, so he is not getting any benefit through those senses. Whereas he gets troubles through them. So he must use a nice cowherd or the intelligence to control the senses. Once the senses are controlled properly, tamed properly, he will get the maximum benefit of the life. He will enjoy the life very well. So that's why by this self-denial, you don't miss anything. On the other hand, you enjoy the life very well. Nobody should think that by denying something to the senses, they are going to lose the joy, the happiness of the life. No. By allowing the senses to overindulge, what appears to be happiness leads them to unhappiness. So by proper control of the senses, he can enjoy the life very well without getting entangled. That is more important. Many people say, oh, I am enjoying the life. It's not so. The life is enjoying him. He is not really enjoying the life. Many people are rich. They have all, all the comforts, the so-called comforts. He says, oh, I have a business there, I have a business here, I have hundred men working here, I have thousand men working there. But go to the office and see, there will be ten telephones around him. Every telephone will be yelling every minute. He will say, hello, hold here one, hello, another one, then hello, third one. <laughs> Is he really enjoying the office? No. And so many anxieties. So not that we are really enjoying the life. We can really enjoy it only when we know how to approach them with proper control of the senses. So by denying the senses what they are not due, you always become the master of the senses. And by becoming the master of the senses, you become the master of the worldly objects that are to be enjoyed by the senses. Thus, you always have the joy and pride of having good control over everything and then you enjoy. Enjoying a horse ride means you should be able to stop the horse wherever you want, whenever you want. That is enjoying the horse ride, is it not? Instead you are just put on the back of the horse and you are tied around with the horse and somebody whips the horse from behind, the horse trots, gallops. Are you really enjoying? You are clinging to the horse. <laughs> Every minute you expect to fall down from the horse and if somebody asks, Hare, what are you doing? Oh, I am having a ride on the horse. <laughs> He appears to be riding on a horse, 
but really he's not. He's clinging on, he's waiting for the horse to stop so that he can jump off. That shouldn't be. That's why I think. By having good control, we are not going to lose anything in this life. We are going to enjoy everything that the life can give us. We are not going to miss any, any of the happy, happiness, any of the pleasures of life. All the pleasures will be at your beck and call. Naturally, they will all come to you running. That's why the Bhagavad Gita says, Apuryamana machala pradishtam samudram apaha pravishandi yadvat tadvat kama yam pravishandi sarve shashantim apnodi na kama kami. Just as all the rivers run after the sea, all the desires will run after you if you do not run after them. The, the sea does not run after the rivers, does not send invitations to Missouri, Mississippi, Ganga, Gotavari, Yamuna, hey, come on, come to me. No invitation is sent. The sea is just there, quietly. Because it is contented, it's quiet, it is not expecting any river to flow in. All the rivers flow into the sea. If you do not desire the desires, the desires desire you. That's the secret of life. This the same idea is given in the Bible. Once you get the grace of God, you understand the kingdom within you, I'm not giving the exact wording. Maybe somebody... The, the second half, I know, everything else will be added unto. Is there anybody who can give me the exact wording? Yes, please. That's right. Seek first the kingdom of God. Then all other things will be added unto. See? What is the kingdom of God then? Seek first the kingdom of God. Where to go and seek the kingdom of God? Where is it? The kingdom of God is within you. So there's no need to seek first. There's no need to seek after. That means just to know that the kingdom of God is in you and to be in that, that's all. We do not want to stay in that. We just jump out like the unfried <laughs> fritters. <laughs> they just jump out. <laughs> just be at ease. Be in you. Live in you. Realize your true nature, which is always joyful and peaceful. That is the kingdom of God. Be contented fully. Not to seek anything. Even with God, do not have any desire. 
doesn't mean. Another stanza says, Moksha Bhakshu Bandha. Even if you desire the release, desire the liberation that will bind you. Do not have even the desire to liberate. Because the very desire to get liberation itself will bind you. Just be there, you are liberated. You are always liberated, but every desire binds you. Only to know that you are already liberated. Because you are ignorant, because you do not know that you are not liberated, you want liberation. So the very want of liberation binds you, gives you anxiety. So, you are the kingdom of God, just be in that. So if you are in that, then everything else will be added unto. That means contentment is golden. A contented mind will convert everything into gold. But that is contented, greedy, greedy mind will want to touch everything to become cold, gold. And they don't become gold, but they all become cold. So that contentment, the self-satisfaction, the peace in you, realize that, then everything will come on to you. You need not go after it. That is the secret of life. Want not and waste not. I'm, I'm probably putting it the other way. Eh? Waste not and want not. I always try to twist the pro proverbs. Eh? <laughs> you waste and then you want. You waste your peace and you want peace. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.